Hello and welcome to another episode of the Four Generations Podcast. I'm Farron. I'm Susie. I'm Kimmy. And today we have a very, very special guest with us representing a entirely new generation that we have not had on before the 20s, Susie's daughter, Lucy. So this week you may uh, have realized that Jen is not with us. She is off snorkeling the coast of Hawaii somewhere, or, or scuba diving, I'm sorry, she would probably punch me if she heard me say snorkeling. <laughs> We were sitting around talking earlier with Lucy, and we realized that one thing that the four of us all have in common is a love of travel. So we thought we'd kind of dive into um, talking about traveling. No pun intended on that dive. Let's start with favorite, or let's start with, we always say favorite, but let's start with the vacation we really loved, that we've taken. Doesn't have to be favorite, but just something that we've really loved, that we've taken or gone somewhere. We went on a family vacation to Croatia a few years ago that I absolutely loved. That was amazing. It was like a combination of Mexico and Europe. I think it was good for our family because you want beach, we want hiking, historical stuff for my dad. It was a mix of everything in one place. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's beautiful. Cool. beautiful. Yeah, that was amazing. How long of a flight was it? It must not have been terrible because... That doesn't stand out in my memory about the trip. Well, I came from Alaska, so it was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was took Lucy three days, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of flights, we can just... Let's... Yesterday, Chris and I were talking about scheduling something for our anniversary, and he is flipping out over an international flight. And I'm like, it's no... Like, those planes are... I'm like, it's not like a little plane that you take to go to, like, Florida or something. Like, they're freaking huge. There's leg space for days. The aisles, like, two people can walk past each other. He is so flipped out about... He's AP. never left the country? I mean, he's gone to, like, Mexico. Mexico, and, like, we've gone to, like, St. Thomas. And we went to Hawaii, which he says was, like, the worst travel day of his life. <laughs> so... And I think it's easier to fly to Europe than Hawaii, but what do I know? It is. I haven't really been out of the country, except... I mean, I've been to Mexico... But so like planes are the same to me and that's what I would envision it. But I'm still like hoping for a pod. Just letting you all know to fly in a pod. Well, when we go to Port, no, where are we going? Nice for fall break next year, we'll do pods. I want to go. I'm not familiar with pod travel. What does that mean? So it's like the business class where they lay down into like a flat. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you I mean they're like not walls, honestly, and you can lay flat. But they over. don't like. Okay, so I wasn't the in one. one. I wasn't in one, but I walked by one, yes. and so like because the Delta one, I just they don't to look walk by huge. One. Like we were in um, Premier Select or something, mm-hmm. and honestly, it was like a recliner that you would have in your living room, and wow. I just don't know that it's I would pay it. twice as much for to lay two inches flat. I around. would like to experience <laughs> it and let you all know. Just so we're clear, I didn't pay for anything. <laughs> I just think it would be a fun way to travel. So when you take your pod, where are you going? Where are we potting to? Uh, well, it has to be somewhere for a long time because otherwise it um, it wouldn't be worth it. It's kind of like when you accidentally fly first class back home from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. Okay, so that's a story worth telling. Okay. We went to Florida for a girl's trip. When we recorded our girls' trip podcast, mm-hmm. and our flights got canceled, mm-hmm. but they didn't get like they got delayed for what like six hours until they finally got canceled. Well, they yeah, kept but it was, getting delayed by an hour. Yeah, that was it. Hour. It was like so we couldn't even like enjoy the day. Like, oh hey, your flight had been canceled for the whole day. Right. It was like so we couldn't do anything, and then we went to 
So then we went to rebook, and there was nothing. Until, like, Sunday or Monday, and we were supposed to fly out Friday. Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. And we were supposed to fly out Friday, Friday. but then we needed to fly out Saturday, but there was nothing until Sunday. And Kimmy had to get back because she had an important work deal. Mm -hmm. So I found a United flight that was, we thought, going to get us back as close to possible, whatever. So we booked the flight. And then the next morning, we left at, like, 5 in the morning. And I'm like, do we need to, because I've only ever really flown Southwest, and I'm like, do we need to, like, check into our flight or something? And Karen's like, yeah, and we're in the Uber to the airport. And yes. she's like, you'll probably have to put in your credit card number if you would like a cocktail on so the plane. United, so with United, you can't buy a drink on the plane. You have to preload your credit or debit card into your flight, and then they just auto-charge it. But I didn't know that. And she's like, so you'll probably have to put your card number in. So I was like, okay. So I was in there. And let me tell you that I don't ever book our flights. Brian always does that. But so I'm in there and I'm doing that. And it, I was in there and it's like, hey, do you want a little extra leg room and seat room? And I was like, yeah, because I'm fat. I would love that. It's like $99. So I'm like, cool. So I said, okay. And then um, so I was like, I got that. And um, and then we get there and, or we're in the car and friends like, well, what's your seat? And I was like, I don't know, like 5E. And she's like, no. And she's like, let me see. I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, she's looking at it. And I was like, well, they asked me if I wanted a little extra leg room and foot room. I think I'm in the front of the, you know, like the front, the first row. Yeah. And, and I- she's like, you're in first class. And I was like, oh, shit. And then she says, well, you got to like, join first class with me. I don't want to be like, by myself. I was like, We'll see how much it is for you. And so she got in there, and she it was supposed to be about the same price. Four hundred and seventy-five dollars changed. And I'm like, Kimmy. And so, mind you, this was a free trip for us. We had yes. gotten our flights covered. We had our hotel. Like we, we stayed, stayed at Jen's house. We, everything was covered. Yeah. So at this point, I spent five hundred dollars on a flight already that I hadn't planned on. And this first class is $475. And also, I never have any money if you've listened to any of our other podcasts. So when I say I, I mean Chris. So I'm like, Kimmy, I cannot do this. Like, Chris is going to be so mad. Oh, my gosh. And we get to the airport to, like, check our, to, like, check in, check our bags. And I was just, like, close my eyes and, like, turn my head to the side and just push the button real fast. <laughs> be like, so. oops. So Kimmy and I flew first class we home. We flew first <laughs> class. And the guys were, the people, there was a guy that was sitting next to me and he was very generous. And he gave up his seat so Farron could sit there because he really wanted to sit in this other seat. And it worked out wonderful. And then we got to listen and watch movies and drink and we got a hot breakfast with a hot towel and i was like this is why people do this it was pretty great it was pretty amazing you thought you were just getting a little extra leg (laughs) i did i didn't know normally wouldn't it pop up and say would you like to fly first class for 99 dollars they said no do you want a little extra seat and room and and leg room okay but just to be clear if it popped up and said do you want to fly first class for 99 dollars?" you would still say yes right i would have said yes i'd have been like well hell yeah i do but i was just thinking i thought oh you know that might make my flight a little more comfortable i don't normally fly with united i know the seats in southwest so some planes are a little bit smaller and, and i have to squish in a little bit tighter so but it all worked out, and it was fun, and we had a good story to tell on that. And, and somebody left that. the day before because it seems like every time we go on vacation, somebody, <laughs> not mentioning names, Susie, flies to Colorado to see a daughter on the last day. Yeah. We've been, <laughs> We've been ditched for her own flesh and blood. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, who does that? 
And we are planning another one. So, like, did you already you have plans to go to are you, Colorado? Are you flying from I'm Cincinnati? Flying from Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati to Colorado there. On the way home. It's kind of on the way. You know? <laughs> okay, Lucy, most memorable trip you've ever taken? There's been a lot of good trips. And. Well, what's one of those um, trips? I did a lot of trouble with my ex boyfriend. That was a life changing kind of thing. Cool. Really good. But when Claire asked me earlier when I knew I was going to come do the podcast with you all. Um, for whatever reason, like, got the invite, but she said, what's your favorite trip you've been on? And I immediately thought of when I did the Craigslist cube, oh, I think, oh, what's my mom, that? Kate, <laughs> okay. this makes me sound Story time. psycho, but it, it, the explaining it sounds crazy, but it really was awesome when you don't think about the logistics, the dangers, it was <laughs> the dangerous. But I was going to go to California to see, I was visiting Indiana, I was going to go to California to see my friend and spend Thanksgiving with her, and then I was going to go to Mexico for two weeks and do this volunteer program and then road trip with my friends. And I had planned to road trip to California to begin with, with a friend. And <laughs> I do that too. so, um, but then that didn't work out. So now I was trying to think how I get to Indiana to California and a way I could see more along the way. Mm -hmm. And so do what anyone does when planning things is go to Craigslist, the hotspot for all the travel deals, as travel they tip say. Travel number one. It's their <laughs> unknown slogan. And then I saw someone who was wanted their car transported from Illinois to California. And so weirdly that worked out. Unfortunately, it was a Nissan Cube. So I looked <laughs> fucking really... Sorry, can you swear? Yes, yes, yes. you can. I looked I fucking really... Yeah. Parents' mom really yells good. at her all the time for dropping the phone too much, but it's okay. Uh, sorry, mom. But it was nice. It was cool that I got to see a lot of things. I got to stay with friends, and then they paid for... The car owner paid for my gas and, tra and hotels along the way, too. Nice. So it was cool that I got to see a place I'd never been, and it was the most... It was just varied experience visiting people seeing new national parks that i wanted to go to that i veered off along the way that's, that's cool. fun was just it like new experiences no it was white so i call it the sugar cube <laughs> and it was like a it was kind of challenging it was kind of a newer experience that i hadn't because well, it's like shaped in a box so the wind so non-aerodynamic right going through <laughs> the utah i was gonna say like the oh. mountains and stuff like so you went to California, then you flipped over the border to Mexico. Mm -hmm. But the driving part was the... When I was in college, um, some people asked us to transport drugs to Wyoming, and we mm. almost did it, but then... You wouldn't be sitting there right now. Oh, we wouldn't have got caught. <laughs> we just take a bunch of pot, put it in the trunk, drive safe. When I stopped and when I visited Grace on that trip, friends were like, how do you know that that car doesn't, like, they're not transporting something? <laughs> I was like, I talked to Linda's mom on the phone. <laughs> and I talked to this stranger in Chicago, and she called my references, who was my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> There's not drugs in the car. I feel like I'm if sure. there were drugs in a cube, you would find them. <laughs> yeah. So did you go down to Mexico? Did you drive the cube, or how did I you get to Mexico? I drove the cube to, um, oh, to San Francisco first, where I spent the holiday Thanksgiving with uh -huh. my friend, and then I drove it to L.A., where I dropped it off with the random person or it was like a roommate doesn't matter dropped it off in yeah. LA and then I took a bus from there to Mexico gotcha yeah it was just cool because it was new it was a very yeah. new experience for me yeah and I also hadn't driven much before that so it was it, that sounds bad but it was because I really hadn't but yeah. it was like a challenge in a way yeah. it was in a new experience and seeing new stuff well so your mother is very proud of you 
And she always <laughs> not talks that, about not that you. <laughs> well, we no. talk about you a lot. And so she's always explaining your adventures and they always seem so like, Cool. Yeah. Like I feel like that like should be cool. one of our <laughs> You guys, that should be one of our trips, our girls' trip. Lucy's the guide. And oh, we only if Lucy drives. And we can't hike. He's so Lucy, the cube story. So your mom is always telling us about all of your crazy wild adventures. And since we're on the topic of travel, you did like van life for a while, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. I feel like now, it, I don't know, everyone does. It feels like Not people about. around here do it. What, van life? <laughs> Live in a school bus. Mm -hmm. no. no. No, and this I was mean, like pre-pandemic. So everyone didn't uh -huh. buy their school bases, school yeah. buses until pandemic. Yes. Did yeah. you, like, can, did you buy it and then have to redo the inside so that it was livable? Or was it already one that was done up and... Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. My boyfriend at the time did all... I think that's what makes it feel different than van life. Is he bought this old bus that was in great shape. He's a mechanic. And he, and he did all the work himself. And he salvaged all the stuff. So he did oh. it way on the cheap. So was and there okay. a bathroom and a shower? That was the one thing that there wasn't. So that was... Over time, I struggled with that a little bit. Tell um, him how you did shower. Oh, there was a... Eventually he put in... um a faucet and it flipped out it was the sink kitchen sink and then it flipped out to outside so it could be outdoor shower okay. and then we just fill the water tank get uh gas it was an amazing time it yeah was awesome. i like yeah. to uh fancy myself a camper of sorts because i get bought a camper, camper <laughs> but it has a gas stove and a shower mm -hmm. and a bathroom. <laughs> i would definitely need that the next time so okay now this is gonna now i'm being serious on this question and i didn't realize this until i watched an outdoor thing when you go number two you dig a hole, right? Mm -hmm. And then you cover it. Is that right? No, I have my toilet hooked up to the septic <laughs> and then I just No, I'm flush. saying like for those of us that don't have the toilet in the wood, you don't just drop a deuce out in the woods. You like dig a hole and then you do it in there and then you cover it back up. Is that right? I mean, I saw that on those like... That way the bears don't find you. Have you seen Cocaine Bear? No. <laughs> it's stupid. Don't watch it. <laughs> I gave him a shot. But I was just thinking about that. And then... And then you use leaves. dissolve your toilet paper. It depends on where... As far as I know, it depends on where you are. There's different regulations. So a lot of times, like the trip I... This is getting kind of... It's okay. But the trip I just took you, the requirement is that you pack it out. So everything you bring in, you keep in a bag and then you take it out. But then some okay. places you could burn your toilet paper or some places you could bury it. I went to Turkey Run, uh, which oh, is not a national run. park, hiking with my friend. I mean, I'm doing quotations for came. like an hour. And she literally shit on the side of the trail and then wiped her ass with paper, toilet paper and put it in a baggie. And then, and I was like, I mean, I feel like there's a bathroom 20 feet away. <laughs> yeah, Turkey Run, not exactly a not out like, in the wilderness. I was fucking dumbfounded. <laughs> like, I was like, at this point, I would just hold it because we're going to get back to the trailhead in five minutes. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, I'm not a hiker, but no, <laughs> but when we were in Colorado, these yahoos made me hike to see this crazy troll. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a rattlesnake. Oh, and there really was a rattlesnake, there was. but we didn't see it. We just heard it oh. because it's, it's land was disturbed, whether it was by sound or somebody touching something, it was, it was enough. But we live cohesively with wildlife. 
Also, the reason I don't hike is because I don't have a lot of common sense. Like, if I ever come across a hippo in the wild, I'm going to try to pet it, and I'm probably going to die. So, um, I shouldn't. You didn't see any hippos at Turkey Run. I didn't see any hippos. And you know what? Like, Chris makes fun of me, but when we're driving somewhere, which doesn't happen often because I am horrible to be in a car with, I'm always staring out the window, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm just like, I'm looking for bears. I just want to see a bear in the wild. Like, just one time. One bear. Or um, bobcat, or a cougar, or a leopard. I would love something. to see a black panther. They're beautiful. Wow. Kimmy, what's one of your favorite trips? Yeah. Um, okay, so for um, a, <laughs> so I would say the first time I went to Nicaragua on a um, on a missions trip for choir, and it was so cool, and just because it was such a different, it was such a different culture. And than what I was used to. And I was in my 20s, newly married. And my re-entry back, though, was very difficult. And it changed me. Re-entry, you mean like... Coming back into the Going States, to customs or getting customized to being back home? Back into... Just getting customized back into what I left. Because I had been down there. And, you know, 20 bucks was a month's salary to these people. And, you know, I gave this woman a $20 bill. And she... It was just amazing. Yeah. So, um, so that was very cool. And it, and it really did because I feel like I wasn't, I don't want to say a good person, but I feel like I just evaluated things differently. Like I have never been a Starbucks person, but it's like, you know, that $5 at the time Starbucks was so, I just couldn't do it. And I was in school. I went back to school to be a teacher and during that time, I had this group of friends, and I looked at them when I got back, and I saw completely different people. And I'm like, what is this? And then I looked at this other table that I never sat with, and this is as an adult, and I thought, I'm an asshole. And I went over, and I, these, I sat with them, and I left this other group because it was so superficial, but I was like... And they're still some of my, you know, favorite people to this day. And I thought, what in the world? And it changed me to look at things differently. So as far as um, a trip that was meaningful, that was probably it. My favorite trips are to Las Vegas. That's number one. <laughs> we, I mean, that's my go-to. If somebody said you can go anywhere you want to go, I'd be like, I'm going to Vegas. And to Cabo. Um, and Mazatlan those like Mexico Mexico's my thing though I like so I either want to be in there or want to be in Mexico where there's this laid-back life and those are my favorite trips so so just so I'm hearing this correctly you either want to be saving the world in Nicaragua or spending thousands gambling in I wish I had thousands (laughs) but um yes but I do love to I do love to save that's what I save for though you know I mean like I love Vegas and I do like to spend my money there because there's always a chance that I'm going to bring back more. So, I Both mean, I guess small chance. there's just a little chance. And I mean, I may make that crazy promise that if I ever win anything, that I'll tie it back to church. I know God doesn't really like that too much, but you know, like yeah, I know. So if you win, I really it. wouldn't give it back. I am going to give it back. Yeah. And I have before. I think we, I don't know if it was there, but I won at another place and I did tie it back to them. So, but I mean, both places are like, like they're worldly. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my friends never just been to like Vegas. Extreme experiences. And I told her, "You're in the middle of nowhere. You're on this plane, and there's mountains, and all of a sudden it's like, here's Vegas." Where first... did you end up in Vegas? Where had you been? Oh, I've been on a backpacking trip. So, and I'd never been to Vegas. And then, so we were at the Grand Canyon, the North Rim. So I went with people I'd gone with, like drove straight. We'd stopped to shower somewhere. Drove straight from not seeing anyone for seven. It was like five days. To going to Vegas for my first time. It was stimulation. <laughs> I overload. love it. Yes. But I ate so much. And oh, yeah. And it's like just walking down the street, you're like, whose idea was it to just build a hotel that looks like a fucking pyramid? <laughs> like, but here it is. And you know what? Everybody, here's what I love about Vegas, though. Everybody is there for the same thing, to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I tell us, you could be in one of the pools and be like, high five, everybody. And nobody cares. They're high fiving you. I mean, it's just fine. Hey, do you want to try my drink or what? I mean, not real. You know what I mean? But everybody's there for a good, the same thing. That's a good point. And nobody is judgmental there. It doesn't matter who is out there. Nobody's judgmental. They're just there to have a good time. That's what I love about it. Susie, what was your favorite part about your sixth day in Vegas? (laughs) (laughs) The sixth day? The sixth day when I got up at 6 o'clock and came home. (laughs) Oh, you didn't go to Colorado? <laughs> you didn't. You, you did. did. You were, but you, know. you did leave a day before us again. No. Yeah. Or did I yeah. stay longer than you everybody? stayed longer? We all were on the same oh, flight. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I got there a lot before long. Yeah. Before you did. Yeah, and that you know, I think the Vegas trip really cemented our friendship because <laughs> I fucking got to the hotel at 1 a.m. and I thought Chris had prepaid it and he had it and I thought I had his credit card and I didn't. And I had just enough money in my debit card to cover one night of the room. Which, you know, you would think if your three friends are here in Vegas and you don't have money for a room that you call them. And you're in the lobby and it's 1 a.m. And you either say, I need to room with you or... Will you come pay my room? It was 1 a.m. Everybody was asleep. Nobody sleeps in Vegas. (laughs) I went to the front desk and like this one lady was like, sorry, bitch, you can sleep outside. And this other lady was so nice. And she was like, how much money do you think you have? And I was like, I know I can cover like today. And then after I did that, your mother went down with me the next morning and put her card on my room until Chris could get there. So it was like, yes. That's (laughs) humanity. Sorry. I want to hear about your French trip now that I've had the... Oh, yeah. And what's your... What, did everybody... Oh, what's your favorite trip? Yeah. What's your favorite uh, trip? Well, or guess, what's a memorable... To, well, as I was thinking, it's funny because um, I took my daughter to Europe for a couple of weeks and we did London and Paris and Nice and we had a great time. And I think my favorite part of all of that was just her and I had so... Like, we just bonded. Like... Mm-hmm. At night, she'd crawl into bed and show me all of her, like, videos and her Snapchats. And, like, we just had a lot of fun together. But um, I was going to say my most memorable trip was when I was growing up. We didn't have a whole lot of money. And my parents saved all their change. And we drove to Washington, D.C. and stayed with my uncle. And we did all the, like, Washington, D.C. stuff for five days. And then we drove up to Canada and stayed on the Canada side before you had to have a passport. (laughs) And we did Niagara Falls. And then, oh, we stopped at Hershey, Pennsylvania on the way, and we rode some rides and got some stuff. And then we went to Cedar Point, and I didn't know at the time, but we pulled, like, we stopped off at this buffet, which I didn't eat because I don't do buffets. And we pulled into our house, and my parents literally had, like, $10 to their names until they got paid again. But it was this, like, epic, like, two-week vacation, and it's 
probably one of like my favorite times that we've yeah, ever had. But that's awesome. cool. Well, that did remind me um, when you're talking about the time with having that time with um, Stella and how fun that was when um, I think, yeah, when Grace was in college. Oh, we're just going to talk about this? Yeah, she did. A, she lived for a semester and studied in Ecuador. And I mean, when I say I like to travel, I'd be fine staying home, but I always have fun traveling and it's when my friends or my family talk me into it, I then I go and I have fun. But this was out of my comfort zone to fly by myself to Ecuador. And I was getting really nervous as I was getting there because I don't speak any Spanish and I'm wondering how the logistics are gonna work. And, and I'm thinking about Grace flew there by herself to live there and was not nervous. Anyway, I get to the airport, she picks me up, she's fluent in Spanish, she's showing me around, and for the first, it was really the first time that I was in a relation, I was in a situation where she was playing the role of the adult, and it was really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, she'd been there for a couple months at that point, she's showing me all around, I'm meeting her host family, I'm meeting her friends, so that that was a really good trick, too. I mean, I've made no secret in the past that the baby stage wasn't really for me and the toddler stage was just okay. Um, and But every year, Stella gets older and she's, like, a lot more cool and, like, she's a lot more fun. And so, like, this, like, I mean, she's 13, so it was, like, this first big trip when we went to Europe. And, like, just the way she handled herself. And we went to this <laughs> store that was the cutest effing store ever. And then it actually opened up into the world's largest mall of all time <laughs> with every store you could ever think of. I'm talking like Chanel, Dior, Fendi, like everything. And Stella is just 13 and she's just bebops her way into Prada. And she's like, bonjour, can you tell me how much this purse costs? And like the salespeople were just eating her up. And she, I just, she was very like mature and grown up about it. And, you know, and she was just like, well, I'm not buying it today, but I'm trying to figure out what to save up for next. And like, I just seeing her be like an growing up and navigating the world was really neat. That That's is so fun. Sweet. And she had spent all of her money on a Louis Vuitton. <laughs> but she saved and saved and saved. And she was like, I know what I'm buying when we get there. And it's Louis Vuitton. And I was like, you go girl. <laughs> that makes me think, I kind of glossed over this, although I think about it often is my dad, he took us, each three of us on trips. And so when I was in, hmm. out of, I was working out of college and I knew I, I'd already been planning on doing some seasonal job. I had kind of like a, very you know a kind of a date range I was going to do it or an age and we went on our trip and I chose the national parks we went Yellowstone Grand mm-hmm. Tetons and Glacier and that was that's awesome cool. and yeah. we hiked every day I mean yes he was like down for whatever so um, he would love that did yeah a bunch of hikes. oh yeah you know me I love to hike <laughs> so that's cool. cool he took each of you guys on a separate trip yeah and I feel like they weren't oh. things that he would have chose I mean I think he enjoyed them all but I was like, I made him camp one night and he hated it. He slept, he ended up sleeping in the car. <laughs> but we would just do things. I mean, I think he liked it, but it was fun to do things that I liked. And yes. Do, yeah. Do like a long ass hike every day, eat at the lodge. And then we're kind of scoping out because I knew I would do seasonal work. So we're asking the people questions about their jobs. And then I later, like within that year, applied to the jobs that, and then picked the one in Alaska. Picked Alaska. Well, it was very like formational to that time yeah. of seasonal work. And I thought it was cool because the other girls, I think Grace went to Spain mm-hmm. and dad and um, Claire went to Ireland and Italy and Italy. And you said there's a, a lot of the United States I haven't seen. And that's what I want to do. <laughs> I just thought that was 
Yeah. Cool. That's neat. I, I have a, an aunt that passed away. Um, she was great. And she, um, her daughter was much, much, much older. So she took my brothers and I, she said she would take us somewhere. And my older brother uh, chose SeaWorld. So she took him and they drove to SeaWorld. And it was my turn. And she's like, where do you want to go? And I said, Israel. And she said, anywhere in the United States. And I was like, young. I think I was eight or nine. And I said, I guess SeaWorld then. So I also went to SeaWorld. SeaWorld if I can't have Israel. She was um, actually... A, it's, it is a funny story because she was a great person. She lived a great life. She went to like 50 different countries. I think um, every country she went to, she bought a doll and then she brought me a doll. And so when she passed, I got all of her dolls. So I have like both sets of them. But she, I think, is the person that she saw everything and did everything. And I like growing up, I was just like, I want to go. Like I'd look at my dolls and be like, I want to go to Pompeii. I want to go here. So, But you also have another thing to remember her by. What else did you do? Oh, well, I got a tattoo because she bought, of the Russian doll that she, well, yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, she was pretty, cool. pretty great. And um, she took my grandparents a lot of places, so that was really neat. They got to see a lot of stuff. And so, growing up, I was always hearing stories about my grandpa getting pickpocketed in Rome. <laughs> like, I just want to go and get pickpocketed for one. I don't want to have you know anything. What? I will say, though, okay, so I I mean, was... I don't really want to, but I mean, I want to. I want to experience <laughs> want to that. I don't want to have anything that they can pickpocket, but... We can... Just your passport. Yeah. Um, so I was very nervous, um, and maybe we go into travel tips after this, but I was very nervous going to... Paris because I had only ever done like the Caribbean Mexico I hadn't gone overseas before and everybody says people in Paris are mean and it's sketchy and they're dangerous and you're gonna get pickpocketed and like I mean people were like everyone's gonna be mean to you and like they're gonna try to kidnap your kid at every turn like it was very you know the build-up to it and we get to London and everybody's just nice as freaking pie there was this little coffee like kiosk I'd call it outside of our Airbnb and side note, I loved Airbnb, so jot that down as tip number one, because I like to stay where locals stay and experience what they do. I don't want to do like a hotel where everyone else is. You know, I like to wander and roam. And there's this line behind me, and it's these four guys that go here every morning, clearly. And this is the second day in a row that I've got the line held up for 15 minutes. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And they're laughing. They're like, don't worry. Next, tomorrow, should we come 15 minutes earlier or 15 minutes later? And I was like, oh, it's my last day here. And we're chatting. And the person I was with was like, people won't be that nice to you in Paris. And so I'm like, okay. And like, it's going to be fine though, right? And we take the train, we get to Paris. And I'm telling you, everybody was perfectly lovely. I would, every store would walk in and like say bonjour. They'd start talking to me in French. I was like, I'm so sorry. I like, I didn't say that. I said, parlez vous English. And they would say, you're not from here. You're not French. And I was like, no, but you're making me feel really cool right now. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was just so kind. And so like in, and so Stella and I had a conversation about it on the flight home because they said, you know, we've gone to St. Thomas, we've gone to Mexico. I mean, she's gone, we've gone to Honduras, we've gone all these places. And I said, what have you noticed about all the people in all the places? And she was like, what do you mean? Like, they're all the same. And I'm like, exactly. Everybody is just trying to live their life, be the same. They wake up, they go to work, they put their pants on one leg at a time. In France, they drink at lunch. and get- Yeah, I think it's, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like we have a lot of, like, I have a lot of the United States that I would still like to see. 
I don't know if I want to do that whole 50 states and... I thought you said that's what we're doing for your 50th birthday. I work... Oh, we're, shit. I was going to say 40th birthday for you. Oh, but. yeah. Hey, I'll take another hey. 40th. Because um, I think we decided instead of renting the RV, we're going to rent a train. Well, we're not going to rent a train. train. We're going to ride on a train across the yeah. way. Awesome. But now you, I thought you were just saying now you don't think you want to go to all the No, places. I do. But I want to go. I mean, I was like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I want to get to all 50 states. Yeah. yeah. And I'm at about half. But I don't know. I mean, like, what am I going to do in Montana? I, I mean, Chris wants to go to a dude ranch in Montana. Like, I Okay, see, now I might want to see a dude ranch. Like, I want to see be a lot cool. of the states. I, I know that there are a handful on my list. Like, I guess I don't really care if I spend any time in Nebraska. Kansas. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I mean, unless the tornado comes through and takes me to Oz, I got, you got nothing to offer me. And I just, at this point, I'm like, Chris, we're going to Portugal. We're going to Ireland. Like, I just want to, like, go, like there mm -hmm. my problem with okay so here's my thing with traveling i want to just hurry and get there i don't want to drive i just want to hurry and get there that's like people are like oh we're gonna drive across country well that is like torture to me yeah <laughs> i hate being in the car and i just want to get there i want i'd rather fly somewhere where and then rent a car and tootle around i mean i tried to ask chris if we could take a flight to nashville that would be ideal. But, but they don't have one, but you can fly. This is, I, I, I heavily researched this, Spirit to Nashville via Orlando. And Chris was like, it's the same five and a half hours. And I was like, yeah, but you can drink on a plane. Yeah. So it's you just, should spend the same money have someone drive your camper for you, chauffeur you and your camper. That's yeah. actually, yeah. that's what we had idea. said before. I did win a weekend in Nashville and some raffles. So Chris and I have to do it by the end of the year. All right. So here's what I say we do. We get an RV. We don't have to travel across the United States. Yeah, but who's going to drive it? Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> can we point it out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so, Lucy can drive the four gens around. And... I have always wanted to take Oops. an RV, like, on a trip somewhere because you can just, like, lay on the bed in the back and watch TV and drink. And that mm -hmm. seems, like, fun, like a traveling hotel. Because it's better than a plane because you can get up and walk around and do whatever. You have more space. We're really pitching this idea. Like, <laughs> I feel like we should do Tell like the New England leave. states, though. I feel like we should go up the East Coast. Okay. Or can we go to Salem? Yes. We have to do like all of that and go on the Freedom Trail. Susie, you're in? You seem in. Your face looks in. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Can we have... Yeah. Well, here's my thing, though. Did we ask... Oh, no, oh yeah, said, I said no. She said to okay. say when. Okay, cool. Uh, no, no place to be anytime, so. <laughs> Tell me when. I feel Her like that would be a fun little, like, because we could, I mean, how long does, it's like, I mean, New York is nine hours from but here. But, like, if you just go straight, if we're going to stop along the way. What would we need? A week? Five days? Five days? I don't know. We could do, like, a week, maybe. Or, yeah. You don't want the train, though, can you? I feel like that. You could have your room and eat. I have the Okay, so the train yeah. from, we're going to do the train for my 50th from the East Coast to the West Coast, all the way across the United yeah, States. Take me, call on me. Yeah. <laughs> what if we take the train to New York 
and make sure we like it first before we commit I to being on it for like two weeks. It's my least favorite place I have ever been in my entire life. I we'll take the train to somewhere. Yeah, but we'll take like. it to the East Coast. I do love New York. Well, I guess I like every say good I've been trip, to like Stella and I, like we went to New York and went to the ballet and did a bunch of stuff. So it was torture. I ate so much raised pizza that it wasn't even funny. <laughs> I walked into raised pizza, and this is. This is a culture, and my sister, we won a travel voucher, and so we went, and we walked into Ray's Pizza, and he's like, next, you know, we're in a line, and I was like, um, he's like, next, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, so we quickly learned that, and then drinks, when we would go to, we would eat, and a drink was like, if you ordered a pop, it was maybe like five-inch tall glass. Is four dollars. This was twenty years ago, and I'm like, and no refills. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, and we walked in one day, and I looked at the menu, and I'm like, I'm not spending sixty dollars on breakfast. We will eat at the hot dog stand, and we ate raised pizza and, and hot dogs. And I yeah, do I'm think, like, like, I do think some things have changed for the better. There, like, you should give it another chance because I, I don't remember. I remember like Stella getting free refills because that kid drinks pop when she has the chance. Like, it's going out of style. Like, Stella can go root beer for beer with me all day long. <laughs> but I did get my carriage ride through Central Park, well, and that's all you, I cared about. There, maybe. Maybe I had a different experience, but I found there were many places to eat there, not just Ray's. <laughs> well, for the price. And we were in Times Square, though. We were staying in Times Square. Okay, well, I, I feel like it is now Susie and I's mission to take you back to New York and show you how lovely it can be. And we went to a stupid play. <laughs> <laughs> and I love... On and some stupid street called... Broadway. Uh, well, it wasn't. <laughs> I heard my thing though. And I love plays. I love musicals. I love, you know, all of that stuff. And it was horrible. And I'm like, well, what did you go see? Like, I went and saw Kinky Boots. And it doubt. Was, oh, life changing. We doubt. saw that. That was so doubt. Good. doubt. I wouldn't even. That sounds Mrs. like doubt going to something called depression. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> it was something like, but there was a certain. Yeah, I don't know. It was just not our favorite thing. You hated it. it. I did. And if I don't ever go back, it won't. But it'll I be think fine. we have to go back because I think we just have to just give it one more shot 20 years later and see if it's changed or you've changed. You tell, I really want to go to New Orleans. You can go and tell Ray that you have your own I pizza shop and you don't treat it people Beans like that. for days. You don't even have to take your top off because Chris no, and I were yeah. walking down Bourbon Street no, not on um, not on Mardi Gras all and I just had a v-neck dress on and I'm telling you beads were just like slapping me in the face and I was like what the fuck. I mean, like, I feel like we should do the lower half. Like, I want to go to Texas and New Orleans. You know, I've never been to Texas. Yeah. I mean, like, I've stopped there on an, like, for an airplane, like, change. But I want to just. Well, let's do, like, New Orleans, Savannah. I kind of want to see Charleston. Utah, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do in Utah? Hike. Okay, I don't want to go to Utah. <laughs> Okay, but we could do, like, some lower states. Like, um, by uh, the way, Dave Matthews is going to be in Savannah, Georgia on November, like, I think it's the 6th. If anybody's interested, I could probably make that like work. Sounds like the plan. I feel well, like we should do those bottom states. What else is there? Arizona. I just don't want to get a scorpion to get me. Or a snake, a rattlesnake. But you're not going to be hiking, so you're not going to come across many rattlesnakes at the they spot. They got them. They got, like, tarantulas <laughs> got and scorpions and... 
Okay, so uh, how about travel tips? Yeah, I was okay. gonna say. Sorry. Okay, so obviously my one of my travel tips is stay in an Airbnb and really try to like get to know what's going on around you. I like that mm. too. I like to make sure to pack a warm wrap for the plane because you're so always going to need it. Can I tell you? Okay, this is a side story, but on the way to Vegas, Chris was damn near crying because something was wrong with the air and it was so cold. And I was sleeping because it was a 4 a.m. flight, and he just keeps waking me up. And I'm like, what is the matter with you? And he's like, I'm just cold. I'm just cold. What do I do? And I, like, close all the things, and he's, like, crying. He's like, I forgot my jacket. And I finally was like, do you want, me to, do you want, do you want my sweater? You can have my sweater. And he's like, no. Oh, my it's gosh. It's always freezing. Well, you probably don't think it's freezing. Well, I always take a blanket. I bought my own airplane blanket, and I'm like, we're like those people. We I have a blanket, that. and then the... Pillow, the neck pillow, and I mean, we're set. We're I tried free. the travel blanket thing, but I think planes are filthy, so I just kept throwing them away and buying a new one for the next flight, and that seemed extremely wasteful. <laughs> well, but like, I don't know. I just it's perfect and it works, and I can use it as a pillow or if I need to. Or but remember, yes. By the way, side note: if you listen to our mental health podcast, I do have my first therapy appointment tomorrow. Woo! It only took me six months of nagging <laughs> exactly. her. Exactly. Of encouraging. Encouraging Hopefully her. things like going to therapy help, and I won't just throw away a perfectly good blanket because it touched a plane. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> when... Baby steps. Yes. Don't expect that tomorrow, okay? <laughs> and, and my thing is, when you have that stuff, just be like, I'm getting ready to throw this away. And then put it in a bag and bring it up here, and I'll wash it. I don't want to contaminate the inside of my bag. No, I'm going to put it in a trash bag, okay. bring it up here. <laughs> so I got to pack a trash and bag. And I'll wash it. Okay, got it. Lucy, travel mm-hmm. tips. That's a good one, though, Mom. I definitely <laughs> take after you. Uh, I think I guess two things come to mind. I think being flexible to changing plans. That's something mm-hmm. that was very hard for me. And the only reason I think I've changed is important people in my life playing into that. But now I think I can way more easily just, you know, I like to just wake up and then figure out what I'm going to do that day kind of thing if I'm on a trip or like where I'm going to go next. Perfect. And I really have come to enjoy that. I think that's, I just think like expectations in general, so much can go wrong or differently on a trip. So if you can just quickly switch gears, you're going to have a better time. And then I always try and pack minimally. And you have more flexibility about where you can go, what you can do. We got your mom. We did. We, did. we I was just going to say that. Oh, we yeah. got I've been working on that for my whole life. <laughs> She's like, a carry-on? Oh, and I'm like, if I can pack in a carry-on, you can pack in a carry-on. Mm-hmm. Now I do. And she's got, yeah. Um, I would say for a travel tip is don't forget your underwear. <laughs> I was literally just getting ready to say I pack so easily because I don't wear underwear. Can so that's one that thing I don't. Two days ago when I was leaving. Um, See, Seattle, and um, I'm always like, put, bad place. put like in your carry-on stuff if you actually pack luggage, but put in your carry-on stuff that you can, that you'll need. And for me, being a bigger girl, just going and buying a pair of underwear somewhere, like if I was out of the country, isn't always the easiest thing. I mean, like, and for real, because, you know, there's no Lane Bryant down there. There's not, you know, whatever. So it's not as easy. I may or may not have forgot my underwear one time when I'm the queen of, hey, did everybody get their underwear packed? <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot my underwear, and it was in Vegas, so it really wasn't that big, but I just wore my swim. Um, I Thank God I take so much swim bottoms, you got and it. I wore swim bottoms. Get used to not wearing underwear. It's liberating and amazing. <laughs> I would so say that about 20 years ago. <laughs> worried about that. <laughs> 
So I would say that. And just remember that when you're traveling, it's supposed to be fun. So relax and have a good time. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get there and it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Attitude is important too. Yeah. It's like, right. I, I get really uptight. I'm, I'm a nervous. Yeah. Guy. I say that as I, I say that as a reminder to myself <laughs> when I'm going someplace. And I'm always like, I think sometimes I'm too laid back because, you know, people are like, wah, and I'm like, you know what? We can't really do anything. If the flight's delayed, mm -hmm. can't really do anything about that. So do you really want to spend all that energy? Being I'm weirdly off? on both ends of the spectrum at the same time. So, <laughs> but I will tell you, she's like, I am not a morning person. And we had to leave for the airport like at four or something or five something in the morning. I'm like, oh shit. And this is the first time we've had to get up early. And I was like, I was just going to sit there and just be quiet. She was absolutely fine. I don't know what in the world anybody you says. You sit there and be quiet? Yeah, I was just sitting there like. You get those mimosas into me and I get all loosey-goosey. Yeah, but we weren't <laughs> drinking yet. We had just remember from Oh, well, I was probably Florida. so drunk from the day before, let's be honest. I don't, I don't know. I think and you I were just perfectly like, fine. all sorts of Taco Bell at midnight. It was she like did, a whole thing. She um, did. Yeah, because I ate your Chick-fil-A. Yeah, she that's did. all right. If hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Four Generations podcast. We were so super excited to have Lucy here, and we hope you'll come back and visit us soon and drive us around in an RV. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> Time for mid-episode drink break. This week, I am drinking Barefoot Bubbly Brute. It's American champagne, which isn't really a thing. Sun King Pale L, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Or wait, in the states, it's Pinot Gris. Uh, we better ask Andy about that at I the think wine. Vault. In the states, it's Pinot Gris because I thought it sounded more fancy to be out of state, but I think in the states we say Pinot Gris. But we'll check and see. And I'm thinking. Jen's drinking some exotic... Probably a Mai Tai. Yeah. Well, actually, she's probably not drinking anything, because I think it's like 6 a.m. there or something, but... but actually, yeah, she's probably she's drinking not. a Mai Tai. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the perfect time to refill your glass and join us for the second half of this episode. <laughs>